just about to say that. Oh. Oh, so, what are we doing here again? I forgot oh. enough that intro. <laughs> uh, we're, I'm glad you asked. We're doing the Get Geek podcast, and What a coincidence. So, would you happen to be Devin and Curtis? Oh, I, I would. And who are you again? I don't know anymore. I'm Timothy Blakely. Uh, you remembered, and I'm glad. Oh, well, okay. It's gonna move on. <laughs> um, okay. Um. <clears throat> what are we starting with, then? Uh, the, do you do you have anything that uh you want to talk about before we do reviews or anything? What are we reviewing? We we talked about this, Tim. Ah. Oh. But it's not in the notes. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. Yes, it does. It'll be there eventually. Don't you worry. Okay. Um. I guess I kind of have something to say. This morning, for cereal, I always have cereal in the morning, almost always, and I had muffin top cereal today, and that was a surreal experience. What, what, you it, have to it, explain. It, what is that? It's you, Everyone knows what it is. Uh, yeah, but I don't. This is important. Oh, well, you don't you don't matter in the grand scheme of my eating habits. It's muffin tops is a cereal that is designed to be flavored like the tops of muffins. This isn't how and so it has little blueberry specks in it and how it tastes I like never muffin heard tops. Of this? What? How come I've never heard of this? I don't know, because you live under a rock. <laughs> this is true. No, is and, it accurate? And, and and you go to bed at ten every night. Like Does it taste like a blueberry top or what? Or a muffin top? Yeah. So it works, is what you're saying. Would you recommend it? <laughs> no, is I it? hate them. Okay, it's terrible cereal, but it it does work. <laughs> you like muffin tops, I guess. Oh, that's such a weird. No, thing. it's great. I enjoyed it, but I would not recommend it to anyone else because I want them all. Oh, greedy bastard. Um, ha- have you seen the social network? <clears throat> yeah, of course I have. Okay, I-, I saw it earlier this week. For the first time? Yeah. God, you live under a rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> it- yeah, anyway, it was good. 
That's basically all I have to say about that. Of course it was. It got best movie of the year, I think. It got, like, best from something. It wasn't the Academy, but it was from something. Yeah. All right. Oh. I'd like to think the Academy. The Academy? <laughs> Okay, so next segment. There you go. Are you happy? Yes. Okay, so what are we reviewing today, Devin? Um, uh, what, what, what are you reviewing, Jen? I, do, I don't know. It's not in the notes. <laughs> gotta be. Can't be so dependent. Okay. So. Okay, I guess I'll review. Well. Um, well, just just tell us about your uh, your plan to to watch Lost. That's not a review, Devin. Oh yeah, I know, God. but just just tell us about it. I'll, I'll, can I do my review first? Well, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, today I'm reviewing a musical project, otherwise known as a band, but okay, it's only it's say. only one person, okay. and it is titled Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone. Is that the album name? No, that's his name. <laughs> it's his that's, legal name? <laughs> no, that's his band name. His real name is Owen Ashworth. And he uh, was born April 22nd, 1977. You, you know a lot about him. Yeah, he lived in somewhere in California. And, um, yeah, he is... His genre can best be described as Indie-tronica. Just a mix of Indie and Electronica. As you could have guessed. Uh, and <clears throat> acts comparable to him are MGMT, LCD Sound System, Owl City, Unicorn Kid. What? I, I don't even know what that is. The Naked and Famous, I Heart Sharks. You had me at the beginning, but now I've, I've okay, never sorry. heard these things. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> so the thing that makes him unique is that Actually, no, the way that I found him is because I really want to get the Casio Tone MT45, which is a keyboard that is keyboardy and it's old and it's only like $50. And so I kept him looking up on YouTube and every time this would come up, and yeah, so he he basically sings over like the chording feature on keyboards, which basically sounds like this. And he's just singing. That's what it sounds like. Is there any other instruments? Um, keyboards. That's mostly it. Just layered keyboards, <laughs> stacked keyboards on top of each other? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. Wait, so does he have, like, an album? Does he have more than one? Like... <laughs> oh, balls. He has... Five albums, Answering oh. Machine Music, Pocket Symphonies for Lonesome Subway Cars, <laughs> Twinkle Echo, Etiquette, and Versus Children. These are strange titles. Yeah, he's a bit strange. <laughs> yeah. So what, what have you heard? I just heard, I haven't heard any solid albums. I don't know where to get his music. I don't think he's a band camp. And yeah. So I think just find them on the other. What? You just have to like go to his house. 
probably got a USB drive in his hard drive or something. Yeah. So that's how you yeah. get his music? Yeah. It's pretty, pretty into Yeah. That. Next segment. Or actually, no. Look, them, look him up. He's good. Okay, next segment. No, no. It's my review now. Oh, I, that's what I meant. Like, next part. Yeah. 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 All right. God. I'm reviewing The Umbrella Academy Volume 2 called Dallas. It's written by Gerard Way. He's the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, which is really weird, I know. Yeah, that's like he writes. Yeah, it's really weird. And uh, art is by Gerard Way. Or, no, no, that's... Never mind, I just said the same name. Gabriel... Gabriel Ba is the artist. His last name is Ba. Ah. <laughs> He's a sheep. <laughs> Don't make fun of him. Okay, so the Umbrella Academy are these really weird, uh, like, like I don't really, I don't know if I should, like, call them superheroes. Like, I guess they are. They have superpowers. So, and and this one uh, centers around the Kennedy assassination. What? There's there's time travel. It's just it's so weird. Okay, so. Uh, there, I think there's five people in the team. There's a spaceman who is a dude in a giant, like, like I don't know what he, he got, like, his body is a giant ape, but his head is, like, a human. I think it's so weird. And then there's another guy that can just, like, kind of, like, levitate and go through walls and stuff, I think. And what? There's a, a girl called The Rumor... Which I think it, her power is like she can like like when she starts rumors like they become true or something. What? It's crazy. That's a pretty like. Yeah. Geez, that, that'd be scary. <laughs> and then there's the Kraken, and he he just like beats up dudes. He can, I think he can like breathe underwater or something. And so uh, he beats up dudes because yeah. he can breathe underwater. And then there's uh. I forget his name, but he, uh, he's a, he's like a he's like permanently like a ten year old I think, and he's like he can like time travel. So I, I don't know, he's like the perfect assassin. It's, uh, but he's ten years old. Yeah, but he's ten years old. I think I can so see like, that being a problem. Yeah, but he like he doesn't act like he's ten year old. Does he act like he's a twelve year old? <laughs> Uh, well, like, in the first issue, he murders, like, 80 people, and it's really bloody, but, uh, so, it's about this group wanting to, uh, uh, get, so the kid that was supposed to have, like, that he was, uh, I don't know, taken by this time travel organization. Taken? well, I don't really remember the details, but... But he was taken, not taken? Well, yeah, taken. Whatever. Whatevs. Uh, to... Like, they correct, like, thing, like, problems in the time stream. Oh, okay, okay. And, uh... Like, his last mission was to assassinate <clears throat> Kennedy. 
Oh my gosh. And but he didn't do it. He like uh escaped. He like uh yeah. And so now they're coming after him and they want him to finish the job. Oh my god. Where do you find these things, Devin? <sighs> the okay, uh the first volume has to do with uh like the this like orchestra like that like if they I don't know, something like their their song will like bring about the apocalypse or something. It's just it's crazy. It's so weird. And there's uh, there's two uh villains in here called oh what what is their name? Uh Hazel and Cha Cha. And they're these they're like they have human bodies but for heads like they have these ridiculous like like one of them is this giant like pink bunny like thing and one of the other ones like a blue monkey head and they're like they're ins- <sighs> they're literally insane and they just like delight in murdering people it's so weird you just you have to read it to believe it it's so weird anyway i i thought it was really good you should probably no. read the first volume before you read that. I should probably what? You should probably read the first volume. First, you know. And it's called one. <laughs> uh. Are you just amazed by that or something? Yes. Okay. I don't even know anymore. What do we got? Oh. So now let's talk about your, your lost... Okay, okay, alright, okay, so, <clears throat> a while back, I, a long, a long time passed, I watched the first season and a half of Lost, and it was all good, and then I just forgot about it, I guess, because I'm weird, yeah, according weird. to Devin, like, I didn't watch it all at once, and then... I mean, I didn't watch it all at once. <laughs> and then I, um... And I before I had watched on on Hulu, so then I came back to Hulu a little bit ago and was like, oh, I should watch some more. And then I figured out you had to pay for Hulu Plus to watch All Lost now. And so I checked on the Hulu Plus thing, and it said you get one week of free viewing. Mm-hmm. And so I guess you all probably know where this is going to go. I, um... Wait, but you you haven't explained that you, like, bought the Season 2 DVDs or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, I bought, like, a f- I went to Blockbuster and they had, like, five 99-cent CD um, discs for Lost, but they were all really out of order, so I had, like, a couple from Season 2 and a couple from Season 3, so I watched four episodes of Season 3, uh, and then I was stuck, and then, um, yeah, and then I went, yes, last night, I went on to Hulu Plus and signed up. And now I have a week to watch all of Lost, except for the first two seasons. And you watched, what, four episodes last night? Yeah, in the one night that I've had it, I've already watched four episodes. Okay, so if you haven't watched up to season three of Lost, we're probably going to, like, spoil stuff here. So, uh, wait, so so what was happening at and during this episode? I mean... Okay, so they were on, on they were on the other island in the prison camp, but from the others, you know. Wait, who was like <clears throat> Kate, Kate and Sawyer, Sawyer and Jack? Okay, yeah, and Jack's and, in like that 
Wait, and Kane saw her out in like the, the outside cage, right? Yeah, and they just yeah. did it. <laughs> I remember that part. Yeah, it was, that was a good part. I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, and so, uh, dude, Kate does it with everyone pretty much, doesn't she? I've point. only only once I think oh, okay. it's happened with anyone. You sure? Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for reading it for me. I'm not. No, I'm just saying. You know, off camera. Anything could have happened. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, um... And so, yeah, they're in the prison camp, and Jack was about to operate on the stupid guy, the stupid leader guy, and he, um, he, like, he, like, had a hold-up with, like, his kidneys, like, I'll let him bleed to death if you don't let my friends go, and then they got off on a boat, and there was that guy in the room. And, like, he, um... <laughs> there was that guy in a room. The guy in the room with, like, the TV and the really loud drum beats playing. Oh, oh the he guy was that prisoner. was, like, like, strapped or, like, there and he's yeah. being, like, hypnotized or whatever. Yeah, that was so crazy. Like, oh, my gosh. It's not as crazy as you think, but, yeah. Like, ah, oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and also, oh, you know, there's a scene where, um... Wait, Juliet... So, huh? Yeah, yeah, but, wait, have you met Ben yet? Um, Ben is the bad leader guy, right? Yeah, with the glasses. Yeah, I yeah, of course I have him. Okay, okay, I was making sure. I don't. He was what he was operating on. Oh right, right. Jack, the one Jack was operating on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so like, um, Jack was in his little cell, and the girl and Juliet came in. It's like, here, I'm gonna play this movie for you. It's to kill a mockingbird, and she plays it, and she's saying like, you should really trust. Ben, and then on the screen, she comes up holding signs that are like, don't listen to anything I'm saying. Yeah. And she's like, that was the, I can't, that was such a cool scene. <laughs> I, that was like the best scene of every sh any show ever. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. I, neither do I. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh, when it was happening. Is that the extent of what's, hap what, what's happening, like, with Jin and stuff? Jin? Jin uh, I haven't um, seen them in a while. I don't even know. I don't care about them. Uh, you don't care but, um, about Jin? I, what? You don't care about Jin and Sun and... I, I love Sun, but what, I want Jin Hurley? to die. What? No, Jin's awesome. Where's Hurley? Hurley? Oh, he came back to the island. Because, um, when Walt... He came back to the island. Back, he like came back to the camp when because um when Michael was being a douche and he just turned everyone in they let him go and he's like go tell them what we did <laughs> and then he's like okay and then he ran back and oh Desmond oh my god Desmond there's the episode where like he goes back in time you know that he he like like it's like Charlie and Hurley take him out to get drunk to see why he's like seeing the future. Oh, yeah, okay, and so then he, um... Wait, wait, it's like, slow down, like, slow down. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Time travel, getting drunk, seeing the future, what? Okay, so Desmond, you know, he, um, he goes out, he, they're, like, standing, like, really far away from camp, like, they're standing together, and then he's like, <gasps> Claire, and he just runs and saves Claire in the middle of the ocean, like, a mile away. Oh, okay. And so Charlie and Hurley... I think I said Charlie and Hurley take him out to get him drunk so that they can find out how he's doing it. Cause that's that's how I always figure it out. 
Hey, buddy. So, come get drunk with me. And so then um, he's like, like they try to just like, no, nah, I don't want to tell you. Thanks for the drink, guys. And then Charles like, stands up and he's like, Desmond, you're, you're, you're a bloody coward. <laughs> and then... Um, what happened then, to his voice there? <laughs> you're a bloody coward. You're a bloody coward. And then um, Desmond runs back and he's like, I'm a coward. Bloody I'm hell. And then he just punches him. You know, like, Scottish hell. I don't know what Scots say. And so then he punches him. He's like, you don't know what I've been through. And then um, it shows him, like, turning the key again to to d- explode the vault. What? The hatch. Okay. To explode the hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then, like, he he wakes up in his flat with his girlfriend. And then, like, there's that lady who's like, no, you don't oh, buy the uh, ring. Penny? You're going to mess up the time stream. It's all wibbly-wobbly, timey stuff. <laughs> then the doctor shows up. Okay, it's, yeah. it's more of a ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey stuff, yeah. And so that episode was so cool. Oh, and wait, then at so the that, end... Wait, so, like, huh? so he wasn't on the island? What? No, he, he wakes up after the explosion, and he's back Oh, right, island. right, yeah. And so then he, um... Oh. And then he does all that stuff, and then he breaks up with Penelope, and that was such, that was such a sad scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! I forgot that happened in season three. I teared up a little bit just because like how emotional it was. Yeah, so I like Desmond and Penelope. Yeah, me too. Did you cry, Devin? You know, I don't really remember, but I, I have yes. to imagine. Yes, you did. Yeah, I have to imagine. Okay, and so. Then he wakes up on the island and, like, he's talking, like, Charlie's, like, they, him and Charlie are, like, friends again. And they're like, sorry, I, put, sorry, I strangled you, mate. And then, um, <laughs> and then he's like, the reason, that, the way that I could tell is because I've been seeing flashes of stuff and you're going to die. Oh, jeez. So almost died a bunch of times and now you're going to die. And so I like Charlie a lot. Dude, I'm scared. I do not like Charlie. What? How can you not like Charlie? Good point. That's just a given. That's why they... That's why they kill people, though, like... They kill people you like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want this to happen. Except for, apparently, Mr. Echo, because you don't like him. Yeah, I was so glad. Like, I've been waiting for him to die for, like... How long has he been in there? I don't know. He he shows up, like, halfway through season two, right? Yeah, I've been been waiting for him to die since halfway through season two. What, where, where's Bernard, or, yeah, where's Bernard? Who's Bernard? Uh, the, the black lady's husband. I haven't seen them for, like, a while. Okay, I was just checking. Is something gonna happen? Well, no, I just like them. Oh, why? I mean, he's, I don't dislike him, but... I don't know, they're just, they're just cool. Still, probably, like, my most memorable moment from that show is still probably, well, like, not the most memorable moment, but, like, like the moment that always sticks out in my mind is the moment where they go to the, what is it, the Black Rock? And what? That's the, the Black, the ship, the pirate ship? Yeah. Yeah, and they, had, and they have that one, like, really annoying scientist guy, and he's carrying the stuff, <laughs> yeah, and his head just explodes. <laughs> Oh, I love that moment so much. Because it's so surprising. And, like, <laughs> I hated that guy, so it was... I know. It was nice. 
I, I feel like you watching so much Lost in all of this, like, short time is, is going to make it, like, make all the, the little tiny, like, plot holes that no one, like, would notice normally a lot more apparent. Plot, there are plot holes? Like, are there a lot? Well, no, I mean, not necessarily plot holes, but, you know, like, things like, what, but that was, like, you know what I mean. Like, little, little goofs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, like, I'll be like, like, wait, that guy's dead. He died two seasons ago. What is he doing? What is he doing? I actually, that that will probably happen, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's probably not a goof. It's just probably because, like, ooh, the island is weird. Walk <laughs> can walk now. Oh, and the smoke monster came up a lot in the past couple episodes. Really? Like, was is just like killing people or something? Like it was, it was the Echo episode where Echo died. He um, oh, he was right. just like tormenting Echo. And yeah, I doesn't he like slam him against a tree or something? What? Yeah, place. he just smashes him like. So <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see my hands, so I just made a bunch of sounds. But I was waving my hands around because <laughs> Smoke Monster basically just grabbed him and like smashed him against trees, and then just boom, slammed him against the ground. Yeah, doesn't the Smoke Monster like say something to him before or something like that? I don't know. Or like Mr. Echo well, no, he, has he like... did say something. It was something like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't what? Wait. Or doesn't Mr. Echo like find something out right before he dies or something like that? Maybe I'm. Um, he Maybe just talks to his dead brother a lot. Okay. Remy isn't that his dead brother? Or, or... Don't you speak his brother's name, Remy? Alright, I think that's... A, I was just saying that because there's a part where, like, Echo says, are you thinking about Remy? And you, like, push him into the wall with a knife, and he's like, don't you say <laughs> my brother's name. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Are you ready for some hoogasm? Yes. Oh, jeez. I just had a hoogasm. How about... One of these episodes, I'm, we're not going to have anything Doctor Who related to talk about, and it's just going to be awkward. But I finished the second uh, series of Doctor Who, which was, I felt a lot better than the first series. Wait, so we what, sorry, which season did you... The second. Wow, you've only finished the second? Well, I, I've started the third. I could... Is this surprise? Is this like, like, this, like, dude, you've been doing this for like so long. I'm going to finish no, him like lost in a week. <laughs> yeah, that's different. I'm not doing a marathon. Yeah, I, I don't want Doctor Who to end. <laughs> I, to yeah, I, I don't either. <laughs> well, what did you think? I thought, um, well, you've already heard that I didn't like the Cybermen episode. And then yeah. I didn't really like that they came back in the finale. And <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay, here's my problem with the lot with the finale. They they have like a billion Cybermen, and then there's like three Daleks, like murdering a bunch of Cybermen, right? Wait, what episode was that? The last episode, the last two episodes. <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> there's so, there's a lot of last episodes of, of season two. What happens in it, Devin? Okay, um, so it, it's the 
it's the Torchwood one. They they're like all the ghosts start appearing, right? Is ghosts? It, well, like people think they're ghosts, but they're really Cybermen. Um, like okay. crossing over from another dimension, and uh, they go, and then like Torchwood gets them somehow, and then like they they put the they like take custody of the doctor, and they have this giant like time ball thing that was it is it a timey wimey um it's like a thing that exists outside of the universe it's like a ship that travels the space in between universes or something and there's there's daleks inside of it like that like they escaped from the time war and they're the the cult of scarrow is what they are Okay. Because they all have names. They're the, they're like the only dogs with names or whatever. And anyway. Okay. Wait. Did 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 they not? So did did the doctor leave Rose? Yeah. This is the episode where Rose leaves. And wait. Was there was there like was there a part where like they um go like back in or they they get like that Rose gets trapped in one of the in like a parallel dimension or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Where and they're like they're both alive. like. Leaning on the wall, the other wall, and they're like crying. Yeah. Oh, okay, that was a good episode. The only thing is, though, like I kind of wanted Rose to die. What? Because the whole time she's saying, "This is the day I died," and then she doesn't die at all. She just like moves to another dimension. Like that's not. Ah, uh, you just led me on. <laughs> you don't want to be led on by Rose. Also, it was kind of stupid how she didn't die because she was almost falling into like the. I don't know what it was, like this portal that was killing all the Cybermen. Oh, yeah, that to, like, the in-between mm-hmm. dimension or something. And then some, just somehow, her dad, like, appears and catches her and teleports, like, wow, you just, you just pecked a really good time to randomly teleport back to the other dimension. And a really good spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I did kind of like how, like, at the end, like, like, he was about to say something and then, like, his time ran out or whatever. Yeah. Also, it's really... F- I, I thought it was really funny when uh, Donna appears. And Doctor's just like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so heart-wrenching. <laughs> but, okay, here's... I Back to my point. Okay. And then, um... The, the Daleks have found... Or the Torchwood people, who are amazingly, like, stupid in this episode. Uh, they they found, like, a like a Time Lord capsule thing. It's a prison for Daleks, but it needs, like, a, a, like a touch of a human. Or, uh-huh. like, a, not a human, but, like, a, I don't know, a person, so Daleks can't open it. Yeah. And Mickey, of course... Opens it, because he's a retard. God! Freaking Mickey! <laughs> Why doesn't he just die? Uh, and, um... So then, like, then there's, like, a million Daleks or whatever, and my problem is, a million Daleks is not scary, though. Like, it's not any scarier, like, like, a one Dalek, to me, that's just, like, you can't stop, is a lot scarier than, like, a million Daleks that aren't really doing anything. They're just, like, flying around. (laughs) 
Like, I mean, like seriously, like they don't go after the doctor or anything. Like there's like flying around, like over London. Like check us out, we're Daleks. We're gonna shoot some Cybermen. <laughs> they should have just go- they should have just gotten the little kid doctor to be like, but you're all flying about, and I am talking. <laughs> he just shows up. What is time travel? I don't know. Is he is he black? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, that's not black. What are you talking about? Yes, it is. All right, time to move on to to the news. <sighs> oh, did you watch the Brave trailer? What you, you haven't even? I I told you to watch that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Don't lie. Check back in your Skype history. Anyway, so Brave is going to be the next Pixar movie, I, I think. I, I don't know when it's coming out. Um, there's no link, Devin. I know there's no link. I didn't put a link. Sorry. But anyway, it, there isn't that much in it. It's just a girl with giant, like, orange hair, and she's, like, going through the woods with a bow. I think, and this giant bear pops up and is like, rawr! Anyway, it looks cool. I have no idea what it's about, though. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I have this list on io9.com about the weirdest superhero, uh, like, super vehicles. Like, the bat, like, the Batmobile. Yeah. Um... So you have the the Green Arrow's uh, Arrow car, which are, are you looking at it? Looks like I'm, I'm watching the Brave trailer. Oh, okay, dude. You done? You finished it? That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> how are they? How are they gonna get the um the pe- the pizza truck in there? That's gonna be really hard. The pizza. Tr- oh, right. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll be like a cave painting. <laughs> oh, that'd be, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, okay, on to the superhero mobiles. Uh, Green Arrow's car just looks like a giant, like, looks like a submarine on wheels. Looks retarded. And you have the Spider-Man buggy, which he doesn't need a car. I don't know if you knew. He's freaking Spider-Man. <laughs> Wait, he had a buggy? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that okay, so he he drove it into a river. Great. <laughs> um okay, okay, here it is. Here it is. Superman's Justice Jogger. This is re- I don't know if you're seeing this, but it's retarded. It's, seeing what? Uh It's it's just, it's just <laughs> like, awkward. Yeah, it's just like a little like walker thing that he sits in. Like, oh, you know, I'm Superman. I can never get tired, but I'm just gonna sit here and let this thing walk for me. The Justice Jogger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joker Mobile, which again just looks like a submarine or something, but it has a giant like Joker face on the front. It's really creepy. <laughs> Batman's anti-swamp thing conveys. Okay, seriously, that guy is a douche. If he has that, 
He's just cutting down trees. What an asshole, right? <laughs> That's just inhumane. Yeah. Right, I don't... The war wheel? What? what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. It's... Oh, my... It's so big. It's just a Nazi wheel. <laughs> it's just... Okay. It's just a giant wheel with, like, little, like, spikes... But it's so big, like, it could just destroy, like, a city. Yeah, it's like rolling over a house. And then, oh, right under it, the big wheel. Rip off. I don't know, it's in some spider thing, Spider-Man thing. So, dude, old comics are so stupid, I don't know if you noticed. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, superhero comics are really stupid. Yeah, well, like, current ones aren't like this. I mean, yeah, like, old, like the original yeah, comic like, books like are 80s, just ridiculous. Like, 60s, or more like 40s to 80s are ridiculous. <sighs> oh, and then the last one is just, like, a like a space truck. How does that even make <laughs> sense? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just, like, a couple truckers in space, and somehow they're breathing... And they're like, okay, wait, go down a little bit. There's a, there's a, like, a supermobile. Oh, <laughs> fist. It, put, it has a little retractable like fist. That's just he's just being lazy. He could just fly and punch with himself. Like, he I know. He has no purpose for that. Lazy. Like, oh, we need to sell toys. Make a thing for Superman to ride in. I, I can bet you that was like at least part of the reason. And there's a Wonder Woman Jeep. Yeah, I saw that. What did she need that for? Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving down to... Their, uh, William Shatner is making... Uh, I guess there's a documentary about him... It, like, interviewing all the Star Trek captains. But, but the title of this is... Watch as William Shatner hunts down and harasses every generation of Star Trek captain. No, 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 that sounds kind of amazing. Because Shatner is, like, such an asshole. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny. That's going to be great. Uh, and this is for you. Oh, we should have put this in the Doctor Who part. But that... The number one hottest uh, Christmas gift for kids in the UK is the new inflatable Dalek that you can sit in. There's a little space in the middle where you can can sit in it. Uh, 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 (laughs) Yeah, $300. Oh, balls, why? It's inflatable. (laughs) I don't know. It's big. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's probably like sturdy plastic. So it doesn't pop when you sit in it. So, like, uh, that should not be $300. Oh, I can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> what I like is the author of this article has, already has an inflatable doll. Like, it's just not one you can sit in. And, like, <laughs> people that walk into his office are, like, always, like, make fun of him. I would, like, think he was really cool. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> One of the comments is, I'd rather have a TARDIS. This is... 
<laughs> yeah, that is true. I would rather have a TARDIS. Yeah, a, a TARDIS you're going to walk in. Oh, oh, I, I meant to um, talk about... in. Uh, okay, so I watched the first uh, Martha Jones episode, right? Mm-hmm. When, she, when she's first in the TARDIS. And then she's like, it's bigger on the inside. And uh, David Tennant's like mouthing it like... And, like, moving his head, and he's like, oh, really? I hadn't noticed. Uh, it's, it's just really funny. Um, that is, yeah. Oh. I like how just, like, everyone says it now. Like, yeah. It's, it's, bit, it's pretty much just, a, like, a joke at this point. Yeah. But I, you know what I've noticed? Since Stephen, or, uh, yeah, Stephen Moffat became the, like, the show head writer and the the new doctor uh, Matt Smith. No one says Doctor Who anymore. That's a good. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're right. Which I'm, which I'm happy about. I'm very happy yeah. about that. There's, there's one thing that, that I can be glad about is that. <laughs> mm. Oh, and I found. Um, I don't know why I didn't put it in here. I found a list of like. Like, uh, like superhero movies that we should be worried about, and I looked at the list, and it was like the worst list ever. Like, I was not worried about any of those movies being bad. Like, it was like the next Batman movie, and like. Wait, why would you worry about them? Yeah, like, they I, it was stupid. I was like, they... dude, calm down. They, <laughs> they had really bad reasons. That's probably why I just yeah, just don't want to talk about them. You don't want to. Don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it, man. All right. Oh, did you find your hmm, TV tropes thing, or are you just going in blind? I'm going in blind, dude. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Oh, sh- should I play the little the little jingle? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I will. TV tropes. Oh, that was such a ridiculous jingle. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, all of our jingles are ridiculous. I mean, when you think about it. Well, yeah, you don't even have to think about it. I mean, whogasm. That's pretty ridiculous. That's pretty awesome, is what it is. I didn't say ridiculous and awesome. They can exist in the same world, Tim. Okay. okay. So... Do you want to go first? Okay. My girl is a slut. <laughs> Wait, you need to send me the thing. <laughs> oh. I'm sending you that thing, Devin. Okay, so... One thing that makes life interesting for us humans is that many societies, particularly Western, contain a fundamental tension when it comes to sex. We desire to be polyamorous, having access to multiple... Attractive sexual partners. We desire that our sexual partners, especially our long-term partners, be monogamous and not have any sexual partners other than ourselves. This is true. <laughs> These are so contradictory. It's awesome. <laughs> this applies to both sexes. Both men and women fall in love and are tempted to cheat on their partners and feel jealousy when they suspect their partners are cheating on them. If you know that someone has had sex with many different people, this makes them attractive for a one-night stand. Because it, because it's just that it will be easy to get them into the bed and that they will probably be good in it. But it makes some poor prospects for a long-term relationship. 
they didn't settle down with anyone else, so they probably won't settle down with you. <laughs> Conversely, someone who has carefully guarded their innocence is more likely to remain faithful once in a relationship, but they aren't going to settle for anything less than true love <laughs> either. Again, again, this, too, applies to both sexes. Both men and women tend to categorize potential mates along these lines according to what is often referred to as the virgin whore dichotomy. In other words, dichotomy. In other words, spite, in other words, in spite of its other benefits, sleeping around will tend to make it harder to find a steady long-term relationship. Okay, this is boring. This is, (laughs) except in porn. (laughs) (laughs) Writers of pornographic stories generally want to have characters that have sex and a lot of it with many different people. Wow, this is insightful. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's so contradictory, though. It's ridiculous. Like, we desire to have sex with multiple attractive partners. We desire that our sexual partners don't have sex with anyone else, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get why this is a TV show. That's just, like, a fact. (laughs) It's just a... That's just a... This is a true thing. It's not, like, a trope. Oddly enough, this can sometimes be truth in television. So, I guess this is like the swingers. No. Wait. Because they have a... Oh, no, never mind. Uh, Let's look at... uh, uh, At one point in Scrubs, Dr. Cox has the the dozens of people who slept with Jordan to raise their hands, then thanks whoever it was who taught her the reverse cowgirl position. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, there you go. There's the trope. There's the trope. Um, look and see if there's another one I know. No, doesn't look like it. Okay, uh, on to mine. Uh, do you do you have mine open or do you need the link? Yep, I have it open. Okay, Joan de Archetype. You see what they did there? Huh? Um, kinda. <sighs> No. Uh, Joan the Archetype is a fictional character inspired by St. Joan of Arc. Or, oh, or I Joan get it. Arc, if you know what I mean. This can incorporate. The character is always female, usually long, often an action girl, and often of humble origin, but become thrust into leadership and danger by her de- devotion to a cause greater than herself. She may also cross-dress, experience supernatural voices or visions, be a farm girl, join the military, or be persecuted and martyred. Extra points for being burned at the stake. Wait, how many extra points? You you only find out once you've been burned at the stake, Tim. It's not... Oh, I'm not going to make the next podcast, then. (laughs) Tim, you're not a girl. I don't... Oh, oh, balls, you're right. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to reveal something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the one that, like, I think of is, uh, like, Buffy seems like this, like a Joan Darker type. Oh, my balls. She's oh, a, my gosh. She's a girl thrust into leadership and danger. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What? It's so correct. (laughs) Yeah. She's an action girl and of humble origin. 
experiences supernatural voices or visions. And she has danger because she de- has her devotion to a cause greater than herself. Mm-hmm. She does, she, I don't think she cross-dresses. She doesn't cross-dress, except for, like... <laughs> except, for one, except for occasionally. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm trying yeah. to think if she ever did. There, there might be an... Oh. I know there's an, epi- there's an episode where everyone, like, some magic spell goes off and everyone forgets, like, who they are. And that that's a really funny episode. Because, like, they don't know that, like, she's a slayer and they open the door and there's, like, vampires out there and they're like, holy crap! And it's, you know, it's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Real life, they have Joan of Arc. What do, what do you know? I don't know anything. <laughs> okay. That's enough. Okay, so we have we have two new things on here. Two new segments. I have I don't know how long this segment's gonna last because I don't know how many I can think of this for, but uh, I, I'm calling it the askew view. What? I don't even understand. So we're gonna look at like uh like n- well known uh like I don't like stuff stories stuff. Look at them from like another point of view. So and and Cars two just came out, so I was like, alright, we'll do Cars. And uh, uh, here's the thing with Cars, I I've heard it, heard the theory that Cars is actually a uh, post-apocalyptic uh, movie. What? That like uh, some something happened where the human race was going to go extinct, and they had to, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like, transfer their, sub- their consciousness into, into their cars to survive. And this explains, like, how there's gas stations and stuff built. And, uh, however... Oh in the new cars movie i i've seen like in a trailer or something there's like a there's a airplane so i don't know i guess people maybe there's a pilot and he was I remember there was a helicopter oh yeah in the last one so maybe they're just pilots and they like they're those vehicles more than their cars yeah that's just i it's it's completely feasible also uh, uh i maybe i should, no i'll just say it now there's a related one about the Flintstones. The Flintstones actually takes place in the future. Oh that, my god! And that, uh, that like some some event happened, and then like it sent us back to the Stone Age. But like we found like uh, cars and stuff, and we tried to like make stuff that looks like them. So that's like how there's like cars and like vacuum cleaners, but like. They aren't really vacuum cleaners and stuff. Yeah, but the camera. I remember there's a camera that was just a little like bird that drew the picture. Yeah, or like, like they have like a bulldozer, but it's like a dinosaur or whatever. So there oh you my go. gosh, dude! This is this <laughs> is the truth. This is yeah. But once you once you've heard this, you can't you can't think of them the same way again, can you? Oh, is this? Oh, where do you find this stuff out, Devin? This is just. It's bigger than us, Tim. But where did you find this out? Like, I want to find more skew views. I don't. Th- I don't think. Um, 
I don't know, you just gotta like, be on the lookout. I, yeah, I don't know how long we're gonna be able to keep this going. What what are you pounding on? Well, you were pounding on your keyboard, and I could see your little cursor moving, so I was doing the same. How could you see my cursor moving? Oh my god. Your green little line, I could see it. Oh, okay. Okay, I see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Infinite. Uh, oh, Infinite. Yeah. Here's the second of the of the two new things. Uh, uh, each week we're going to uh, look at a author or whatever, not necessarily an author, but and and and, and analyze him. Yes, if you will, analyze. I will. Really uh, so, uh, Robert Kirkman is a comic book writer. He writes. The Walking Dead and Invincible, and then he has two new books, uh, Infinite, in- Infinite, which hasn't come out yet, and then Infinite. That for just from that picture, it looks horrible. Really, I only like the picture. They're like they're drawn all weird, and like the two the two guys have the exact same face. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, they do. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe they're like twins or something. I don't know. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be stupid. <laughs> I already, I already have a negative opinion about this. Oh, and his other new book is called Super Dinosaur. Super Dinosaur! Oh my god! It's it's a dinosaur with like a giant, like robot arms and rocket launchers and crap. Anyway. <sighs> and that, and he's a skunk on him in that picture. Yeah, oh god, has, I like him again. A, yeah, he has a skunk on his shoulder. Uh, he. Robert Kirkman is awesome. Uh, the Walking Dead, if you don't know. If you don't know. It's the uh, uh, zombie comic book. It's really good. Like, like it's like Lost. <laughs> Not, kind, well, like, in the way that, like, you like you like uh, you like the characters a lot, but you know like they're gonna die. I mean, it's a zombie. It's a zombie thing. They're gonna get eaten eventually. Oh, it's it's it's, it's heartbreaking. Devin, has your heart been broken by this <laughs> comic book? <laughs> oh, many a time. Many a time. Many a time. <laughs> many a time. Uh, <laughs> And then his other, uh, I don't know how many, there's like a lot of issues of Walking Dead. And then the TV series came out this year. Oh. Uh. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, uh, Invincible is a superhero book. And he's, uh, Invincible is like the kid of the... Like, he's, like, the kid of Superman, basically, but, you know, he's not called <sighs> Superman. Oh, that's cool. Is he super-powery? Yeah, he's super-powery. But, uh... And, uh, like, there's, uh... Uh, like, all the big superheroes start dying from something, and nobody knows all the, what. All, all the big-name superheroes? Yeah, all the big-name superheroes. And, uh, then, um, somehow, I don't remember how, he, he finds out, uh, it was his dad that was killing him. Superman? Yeah. 
but not Superman. I think it's Omni Man. I think because like uh, like Superman, he's an alien guy, and uh, like his like his alien race like enslaves planets or something. So he was like sent there to like get Earth ready to enslave, and then he had to get rid of all the other uh, superheroes that could stop him. Whoa! So he has to end up, yeah, he has to he has to end up finding his dad, and then more stuff happens. But it's also like like uh, Invincible is like like twenty or something. He's like in college, so it's like it, it's got that like Spider Man stuff in it too. Where he's like, he's like going to school and has a girlfriend and stuff. It's really good. Yeah, that sounds really good. Do you have it? Do you own the co- any copies? I, I don't own any. But, oh, there's uh, the um, Invincible Compendium is coming out. And it's it, it sounds, like, cr- ridiculous. It's a thousand pages long. With the what? What is it again? The Invincible Compendium. What's a compendium? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a name for a big book. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh, we've already used like the ultimate. Co- I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's like a thousand pages, and it's like forty bucks on Amazon, which is pretty good. Okay, so Compendium is a con- concise yet comprehensive compilation of a body of knowledge. So it's basically everything about that universe. I think. Mm, well, the, Bi- the Bible is a compendium. <laughs> is it, though? Is it everything? Yeah, according to Wikipedia, yeah. Oh, okay. Wikipedia yeah. knows all. <laughs> it does, so... Oh, and, um... Uh, yeah, Super Dinosaur, I'm not reading of that. It's new. It's like a kids or young people book. But, like... It looks awesome too. It's a giant dinosaur beating the crap out of stuff. And like, <laughs> have you still been reading Axe Cop? Because you haven't said anything about it lately. Yeah, I've, I've been reading Axe Cop. Oh. It's, it's yeah, it's slowly the the bat warthog man uh, looking for his friend's story arc done. Okay. <laughs> that means anything to you? <laughs> it means closer to nothing than anything else in uh, the world. Here, here's a little uh, teaser. They, they go in the bad guy king's brain and uh, his friends are in there. What? <laughs> and I, I think they go to... Yeah, they go to a, a dinosaur planet and get dinosaurs to come with them or something. I don't even... What is my life? Dude, it's... It's more amazing that you can possibly comprehend. It is the dark side of the force, Tim. Axe Cop is the dark side of the force. I don't I don't even know what you mean by that. It's... It, if you read Axe Cop, you'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Okay. <laughs> it's like, no, okay. Seeing if that quote rang a bell with you. No, not really. This is awkward now. <laughs> You're not a, that big of a Star Wars fan. Ne- neither am I, really. I haven't watched Star Wars in a long time. We need to watch it, Devin. Yeah, we do. I was just thinking of movies we need to watch together yesterday. 
There's a lot. Well, I, I think Lost is more important than that, so next time you come over, well, we're just watching Lost. Yeah, well, Lost is more important than that right now. Yeah, so how long has this podcast been? Oh, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're ending this. We're ending this. Uh, <laughs> but people are like, what, what the hell are they talking about? Um, <laughs> um, okay, so this has been the Gay Geek Podcast. Uh, <sighs> I, I have been Devin Curtis. I have been Timothy Blakely. You pro- won't be Timothy Blakely next time. week. You just wait. Uh, uh, okay, Get the website, uh, wegetgeek.wordpress.com. You can uh, find all the crappy nappy there. All the crappy nappy, not even just a little bit of the crappy nappy. All, all of it. it. All of it is there. Uh, follow <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at wegetgeek, and Tim is at pedrofiliac. Wait, hold yeah. on. I'm going to tell you how to spell that, because it is not easy to remember. It is exactly how it it's not how you spell pit. It's not how you spelled, or it's not actually how you would think you spell it, because it's spelled ah. <laughs> It is P-E-D-R-O-F-I-L-I-A-C. That's pedrophiliac, but if it, it's, it's way easier if you just go to the website and there's a link on the right-hand side. That says, uh, tweet us, tweet us hard, and it's underneath that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's amazing. Yeah. Alright, that is it. We're out. Your little white car.